the penultimate show for 2020. Apologies that we weren't around last week. This was all Brownie's fault because... No, Hummer, we do it every Tuesday. Yes. Every Tuesday we do this show. And And when you text Monday night at 10pm to say, boys... I've had a bit of a stuff up. Sorry, I'm filming all day. Tomorrow I can't do the potty. No, That's no. exactly no, what but, happened. Okay, this is what happened. It was earlier on the Monday. I forgot that I had some film commitments with Sportsbet. We pushed it to a Tuesday. We all arranged that, okay, yep, we can do it on Tuesday, uh, on Thursday. It was done. Then on the, the Tuesday morning, Brandy just all of a sudden goes, oh, sorry, I'm away for the rest of the week. Can't do it. He did. That Why is- didn't you chip in earlier when we are having that discussion? Because I'm on annual leave at the moment, but because I'm a team player, I come in here and take one day out of my annual leave oh, to hang out with you blokes. But they, these guys think they're some sort of rat pack when they go out and do their filming. The grubs. Hammy and yeah. Wally. And, oh. I've actually been, oh, to be honest, I've been cut out of the grubs and I was sort of just put <laughs> in this next put in the cutting room I've been floor. banished. I was banished from the grubs. I, was in, I wasn't in the last five. Videos. There's two big filmings going on in Melbourne at the moment. You got Liam Neeson here filming oh. a Hollywood blockbuster and yeah. the Grubs and the filming grubs. last Tuesday. No, it's some very good Grubs content you look coming. Look tired today, though, huh? I am. I'm actually knackered to be honest because yesterday, for the second time, I I took part of a concept called the Longest Day, which is raising money for, for cancer. We 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 raised four thousand dollars this year, which was fantastic. Thank you. Go you to the for pub all day and all night. No, no, we play. You play four rounds of golf in the one day. Seventy-two four holes. Seventy-two holes. Wow. So it Buggies. takes fourteen hours. No, no, you're walking. The same so thing. You can't, you can't drive. It's not much of a feat if you drive, <laughs> sit in a cart all day. So four rounds is big. So how four many rounds is that? That'd we be... did 39 and a half kilometres. Wow. Nearly got to the 40,000 mark. So um, I'm a bit tired because it was, it was hot yesterday. Yeah, now absolutely. I'm, I'm a, I'm a V8. Okay, I'm not a little Nissan Micro. I'm a V8, and I can overheat very quickly. So, I'll talk about it a little bit more because I had a revelation yesterday that is going to change the male sporting landscape, and maybe female. I don't know. Maybe maybe the female landscape as well. Stick forever. to what you know for a start. Stick to what you know. Uh, but recapping it on last week, uh, I actually went on. Have you ever got on a, gone on a houseboat? Yes, up on the Murray. I was that, up in Madura. We'll one, touch on that later, but. <laughs> One of the best weekends you can have with yeah. your mates, or you can do it with your partners. Probably not with kids. I, I don't reckon it'd be that great with kids, but you'd be a bit nervous. We were at we were up at Lake Yildon, water, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and I consider myself a bit of a fisherman. I'm, you know, I'm out of the outdoors, among other things. That's a surprise. I had, took four rods. I took. I had lures. I had cheese. I had worms. I had, had everything. Did not catch a single thing over three days. <laughs> towards the, on the last night, I saw the line get a bit heavy. I is thought, it known is... for good fishing up there? Though oh, it, it is. It's yeah? normally. Yeah. The fish jump into the boat. Righto. I saw this line getting heavy, pulled something in. It didn't feel exactly like a fish. And we thought, what? what is it? It might be snagged. And then this turtle comes up. Now, this <laughs> thing is – it'd be it'd be, uh, it'd be t- nearly two feet, a massive turtle. Bring it in. And we thought, well, we're not going to eat the turtle. Let's try and get rid of him. You, so what you can do is you tickle their, their throats right. and that they open their mouth and you yeah. can grab the hook. My mate was did tickling. Go, did you Google that before you did it? No, a, a, another mate of mine who's a bigger fisherman than me knows oh. it. He's tickling the, fi- the, the, the throat so he opens his mouth and I'm trying to get the hook out. Yeah. He stops tickling the throat <laughs> and this turtle chomps down on my arm. The whole way, the other person dropped it and this thing is just hanging off my arm and I've had to, 
I was punching the turtle. <laughs> I was punching <laughs> the turtle. <laughs> you punched and he the let turtle. go. And he was fine. He fell into the water and swam away. But I punched a turtle off I my guess finger. In your defence, you <laughs> do have to get the turtle off. Mate, it was chomping down. Now, I don't think they had teeth. I didn't have any marks. But the pressure, I thought the finger was going to just squish. <laughs> he punched a turtle. I punched a turtle. <laughs> it reminds me of a bloke that I play with called Matthew Dent. Now, his nickname oh. was Psycho Chicken Dent. And he, he started out at Fitzroy and when came to the Bulldogs in 97, my first year. He was always given a, a, a wage by his, his wife at that stage because oh. he, he, she thought that he'd go down to the penny parlours and play oh. the pennies all day. But <laughs> Simple man, Dandy. Simple man, wonderful player, great kick from yeah. fullback, as hard as nails. But we went on a footy trip at the end of 97 to Cairns. And up there, you've got gropers, which are yeah, the size of this table. They are massive. So we're scuba diving. And this groper comes that close to us. And they're very, very calm sort of yeah. things. But he, he, he shit them. <laughs> Quite intimidating, though. Very intimidating. Yeah. I was a little bit scared, but Dendy was in front of me. And it's hard to punch underwater. But he tried to punch this thing underwater. He couldn't quite get it. <laughs> What about, did you see the guy the other day, Sir, the great white shark? He fought off a great white shark. Whoa. That's a little bit scarier than Denty and the Groper. It's December 15, hum. Um, and so I'm a little bit concerned about our mate over here, Matthew, because that November finished 15 days ago. It, so that means that he's, he's rolling with that moustache, thinking that that skunk on his face somehow is endearing to other people, including your wife, who's probably sitting there going, Matthew, well, you are right. kidding yourself. I, I like it. To be honest, it's a good mo. Like, it is. I, I went to a wedding up in the Yarra Valley. Oh, you got some good feedback. Saturday, and I got some really <laughs> positive feedback, <laughs> did you? Simon? <laughs> I'm running. I promise you guys on this podcast, I'm running with this mo until the Thursday before round one. I'm going with it all yeah, summer, look, mate. It's very, it's very Northcote as well. We've got to remember that mm. Richo doesn't – he already stands out a bit in Northcote, so he wants yeah. to try and fit in a I'm little bit. I'm just trying to blend in. But you did crowd. roll with that all of COVID when I you did. went on yeah. Channel 7. No, this is the second one. Yeah. Now, I don't mind Jen it. Jen loves it. Hey, she, we missed – uh, She absolutely hates it. Yeah. <laughs> in the – well, we were missing uh, last week. It was a big week. It was because we had right. the draft. Now, the draft at the moment in the last couple of years is like trying to crack the Da Vinci Code. There's trades, there's points, there's academy players. I don't think there's, anyone really understands it's, it, It's they? very tough. I didn't understand it until I had a, um, had a coffee with Tommy Morris yeah. last week and he yeah. sort of later explained it all to me. It is, it's very difficult. Yeah. But the one thing Too you many can say without shadow of doubt that the doggies have just brained it again. Why are you having coffee with Tom Morris? He was on set for the oh, grubs. The grubs, oh. the grubs set. Oh, the grubs. Tommy Morris and I are good mates. Yeah, the, the dogs nailed it by pinching the first pick off the Adelaide Crows. But it, it is hard to follow. There are only 54 picks this year. I remember my draft <laughs> in 1992. The picks were up into like 100 and uh, up into the teens, mm. 115, 116. So, yeah, there weren't many picks this year because of the list sizes and what happened with COVID, um, you know, clubs were holding, uh, keeping their, their pen dry a little bit on, on picking players. So I think they're going to wait and see what happens over the summer. But yeah, it's changed a lot. My first draft in 92, I was a father and son selection. And back then there was, you couldn't, now you've got to, you know, bid for the father yeah, and son and in. other clubs can match it. Back then it was, I was just Richmond's last pick. So I was like, 120 or 120. Did you know the whole time that they were going to do that? Yeah, I did. So Richmond, I'd already signed. I'd already signed oh. the contract. What before number the would draft. you have gone? Have they said? Uh, I'd like to think top ten, but uh, that's just my ego, probably. But uh, yeah, so I was already in Melbourne so training. No one could touch you if you were father no. son. No one could touch you. You could back just then. sign up, and and that was it. And didn't matter how many games you played either. No, you could just bypass the draft. So oh. I, I didn't – I was over here – I was living in Melbourne before the draft, so sort of had a head 
start on some of the other draft picks, really. I've done about three weeks' training. So, yeah, there was no suspense for me. I already knew what was happening. When you, when you get you, drafted, mate? do you go the very next day you were training? Uh, I did. I went to the draft. Uh, I think my draft was in 96. I went to the draft. And Where was it? Where was, uh, so that was it in was a, one of the hotels in Melbourne. I can't remember which one. So that was in the, the old days Cross. where you'd sit. You remember you'd sit there yeah. with, the, with the families, yeah. stuff, all in the one room. So yeah. what, they invite the top. 30. So I went. I went ten, and then. Um, so they invite who they think the top picks are. Yeah, and then I spoke yeah. to uh, the Bulldogs after that, who um, took me obviously, and they 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 told me they How were wrapped you? to get at me at number ten right. because they thought I was going to go earlier, Ooh. and then I found out later that. There was some chatter coming back from my high school that my behavioural issues might have put oh, me down. Oh, really? Maybe I was going to go three or four, but the behaviour that I displayed. So oh, they, they went to the school. You. They went to the school and asked us, well, as you would, you've got to do your, your homework, you obviously. Sure, the you school's going to help you, you out. You probably would have thought, but That's that like wasn't the way it went. when you put a reference down, you Did apply for a job and a, and you, a referee sinks you. Is that any surprise? No. That he <laughs> Can you imagine? So what you, you would have gone top three though, you reckon? Uh, yeah, about three or four, they yeah. were thinking. How many clubs? Big Charlie Gardner went number one. How many Your clubs? Your man spoke? Johnny Rombottis was in that draft. He went he number seven. Yeah. Who did How you expect to go to the Bulldogs? Uh, I didn't know where I was gonna go, to be honest. I, I went to the draft and I could have thought could have gone four, five, eight, nine, anywhere. Where'd you want to go? Carlton? Well, back for Carlton, I would have loved to have gone to Carlton, but uh, went to the Bulldogs, it was a great club. We had some good fun. And then what happens? You get drafted. <laughs> And then they just say, be at this address tomorrow at 9 o'clock. Yep. What was your first – can you remember your first training session? Uh, it was just a, a normal skill session with yeah. some running. Um, they didn't put me into the running. But back nowadays, they, they look after the draftees, so you don't really train much. Yeah. You might train three days a week and then they pull you out for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But oh. when we started, it was, it was straight in. It was straight full in. on. It was, you know, 10 400s, then you're doing weights, then you're doing wrestling, tackling. It was – Are you nervous after, about it, your first kick? Hey? Were you nervous about your first kick at training? Uh, no, no. We, um, we had 100 hundreds on my first night. So you know the uh, oh Rod Laver Arena? There used to be an oval there near Rod Laver Arena. Yeah. I think it was called Old, Old Scotch. Scotch. It was up yeah. and down. It was up and That's down. where they played the very first game of footy between, Old Scotch, they and, did. Uh, between Scotch and Melbourne Grammar. So we did 100 hundreds on a minute. That was pretty tough. And you had to get them all under 20 seconds. Yeah, you? so you, you tried what? to time them. I, yeah. I honestly... Don't think I could get That's, one in 20 seconds. I, it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. That was big in the mid to late 90s, so the 100 k's. hundreds. That's 10 k's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's rough. But do you think 20 seconds, you're just striding, then you've got 40 seconds to recover. It's not as hard as you think. You should do I reckon it. My, <laughs> I reckon my 100, the, doing 100 metres in 20 seconds is more of just a stride. Hey, but you have been at the gym. Yeah, I'm back. You like your running. I do. You also like sitting on the exercise. I do, well, I thought you blokes would like this story because I've made a complete fool of myself at the gym last week. I go to the Northgate YMCA, which is oh. attached to the swimming pool there at Northgate. Tiny gym, you know, and there's not many people that go to this gym. There's not a lot of, um, you know, there's not a lot of weights there. There's a few treadmills and a few bikes, but my knee was a bit sore last Monday. I was going to tell you guys this last week. I've never been so embarrassed in my life. I thought I'll get on the exercise bike. I don't normally like sitting on the bike. It's pretty boring, isn't it, yeah, sitting on an yeah. exercise bike? I thought I'll do 20 minutes on the bike just to get a little bit of a sweat up, then do a few weights. So I'm sitting on the bike, and it's right near the door. So the door's behind my right shoulder. Yep. I'm sitting on the bike. I've got my phone sitting up 
on the bike and I've got the headphones in. I thought, I've got to watch something on board, make the 20 minutes go quicker. So I put on the last quarter of huh? this year's grand final, right? I just thought I'd watch it How many it times have you watched that now? Probably about 15 times now. And I'm sitting there and I'm about five minutes in. And I think Dusty's just kicked a goal and I'm feeling pretty good about it. I get a tap on my shoulder. I turn around and there's Jason Castagna from the Richmond oh. Footy Club. <laughs> and he goes, G'day, Richard. And I said, G'day, Jason. I'm just saying, please don't look at me phone. I see his eyes look down oh, at my phone. He's got big <laughs> eyes too, Castagna, hasn't he? And I saw him sort of look at it and I went, oh, yeah, I'm just uh, watching the grand final again, mate. He goes, oh, right. And we sort of went, oh, yeah, and he just walked off. I've never been so embarrassed oh, in my life. Yeah, full on. Richmond, nothing. I felt like I felt you're going to be in the grog squad soon. Oh, no. <laughs> I felt about a centimetre. The punt road in. You're going to be there, front and centre. But it gets better, Nathan. <laughs> Don't tell me it, it gets does. Better. So then I just starting to recover. I'm you know starting to lift my head up again. Jason's over the other side of the gym. I'm just getting over it. Have you turned the the, the grand final off? No, yet? I've left it off. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter now. I've made a fool of myself. <clears throat> Get another tap on my shoulder. Oh. Michael Hurley from the Essendon Footy Club. <laughs> what is this, Jim? <laughs> but this is the thing, hum. I've been going there for two years. I've never seen more than three or four people there at once. I've never seen another AFL footballer there. And in <laughs> five minutes, in walks Jason Castagna and Michael Hurley. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> hey, before we left, you were talking, of course, uh, something that involves both of you that you, you missed out on during COVID was cashies. Yeah. Oh, not They're, cashies, but not sorry. Just we shouldn't gigs. use cashies. Gigs, gigs that you get paid, paid legitimately. Gigs. Paid gigs. Paid gigs. And sometimes <laughs> they're folding. Sometimes <laughs> rarely are they folding. And if they are, you put the money in the bank. But I want to hear and about and you make sure you put an invite invoice amazing, in. And the tax office knows. Amazing thing you did up in Mildura. You were talking about this Mildura trip well, for weeks. You know, I haven't been away for a while. Yep. I'm going to get on the aeroplane. We're going to get up there. Mildura. I was excited. Up on the Murray. Yeah. Beautiful weather. Got a bit of folding coming my way. You were that excited. Well, when was the last time you did a little extra gig like that? I haven't done one for a long time. All right. So the last time I did one was in uh, in Queensland, in Brisbane, in February. Went up there and did one at, I think it was the Labrador Footy Club. Ooh. So I was excited, as you said, Nate, to get up to Mildura. And uh, we checked into the hotel, went down to the function, got there a little bit early to, to have a feed. And as I walked in, uh, I looked up at the screen and there's a slide up behind the screen, which you can see now. <laughs> and immediately I just started to feel a little bit nervous about this oh. gig. because now, Mildura is a massive Richmond massive. area. It used to be that Back zone. in the day, it was the zone. So that's where Dale Waitman, all these guys came from. Mark that, Lee. That, that formed this great team many, many years ago, premiership winning team. So, so it is a massive Big Richmond, Richmond zone. It's going to be a good night. But I start getting nervous when I look up at the slide and they've spelt my name wrong. <laughs> well, just having a look at that now. Have there a we go. You, Matthew. Now, here's the best part. An enormous year for AFL, a momentous year for Richmond, and there are not many who know more about it all than one of the most loved players and commentators we've ever seen. This will sell out, they say. Only this 100 will tickets. sell out. Uncensored, so, they say. So I get up there and start talking, and I look around the room, and I'm like, geez, it's a little bit light on. <laughs> <laughs> so I counted them. Oh, no. It was 17 people. <laughs> <laughs> Did I'm done. you give back some of your fee? No, I didn't. Because they would have been trying to raise money for some sort of thing they're doing up there and you've just taken all the profits. Mate, it was embarrassing. And 
I needed it. That was the reality check that I needed, Nate. So it's what, all over. So what, are you going to maybe sharpen up your, your cashy um, I think it's all over. Routine, or you reckon is, it's done? I think it's all over. And as I was sitting the up the there. Cashy. There's a new breed of tiger, Dusty and Jack yeah. and If they didn't Kochi. win these premierships, it would have sold out. But I'm <laughs> no yesterday's anymore. They don't care, yeah, mate. It's, it's all over. over. It's, it's all, all over. over. Hey, um, I love when our viewers or our listeners send in some stuff. We've, you know, we've some of the, the best content this show has seen has been some for what the viewers have sent in. Now, I got sent a photo. Who what? Well, it's a brownie. Now, I just want, we're putting this up on the screen now. <laughs> what the hell is this? Now, if you are listening, it's Brownie that has clearly got some type of fake tan on or something. He's got these giant, what were the, the, Versace, the Versace glasses? Like those back, think of early 2000s, these giant. They're like welding glasses. Yeah, they are. They're covering. And then you're wearing like a, a straw train driver's hat. <laughs> And what's with the smile? Like it's just a dead. What it's a big is day. going on? Um, Where was that? I think that, that was uh, the Portsea Polo back in oh, 2009. Oh, that was a great day. Had a great day. Though. How happy with yourself were you in that photo? I was about a 10. Was, that's how <laughs> oh, happy oh I was. God. I tell you what, I was happy with myself the other night. I was going down to get some pizzas, Rob. Yeah. yeah. Think, talking about your 17 people. Um, and I am just ready to go out. So just had a, a winner on the last race at Flemington. Oh, good. Uh, dressed up. So I've got a pretty cool shirt on, pretty happy with how my hair is going. I've even put the Balenciagas on, Hum, so I've got Whoa, the big platform is, Balenciaga. Are they those things Bef- that cost $1,500? Yeah, before I even <laughs> – my chest got inside this pizza restaurant like 30 seconds before my body. That's how <laughs> that's how happy I was with myself. And I said, uh, pick it up, five pizzas for uh, Nathan Brown. And the girl looked at me, she goes, are you the Uber driver? <laughs> you wouldn't have oh taken that Oh, my God, well. that would have flattened you. Look, it took a bit, a bit of a pepper out my step. Um, where did you respond? Hey, what'd you say to her? I said, "No, I'm not the Uber driver. I'd like my pizzas, please." It's fair to say, Nate, that it's we're not. You both, nah. It's, it's, it's it. both. We're both passing. over forty now, man. Yeah, hey, before we get into what's doing Richo's head in, a very popular segment, the Nuffy Jar. <laughs> now, normally, <clears throat> you're in our sights, yeah. Richo, and you like you're, you're a repeat offender. Yeah, I am. Uh, I and, and, you, and you won't. You, you know, you, you you like having a couple of yeah. reds and, and jumping on and Twitter. Who normally picks me up on this, huh? Our man, our man Nathan. So it was with great delight the other night. I'm sitting <laughs> on the couch, hum, and I'm strolling through, uh, having a look at uh, Twitter. I didn't have much on TV, so I thought I'll have a look at Twitter. And I nearly fell off the couch when I stumbled across our man here, Nathan Brown, right? And he's put this tweet up here, which I just thought was sensational. (laughs) And not only has he put this tweet up, at Liam Gallagher, he's tagged in one of the Gallagher brothers from Oasis. And he just thought he'd let Liam know that his new song, All That You're Dreaming Of, is brilliant. Big fans here in Australia. Come on, it mate. It is a brilliant song. And this is all about content, Hum. Look how far hard you're laughing. If you brought some content to this show, oh, we wouldn't have to, to, play we wouldn't have to tweet stuff out like why? this. Did, did why? Liam get back to you? <laughs> Liam didn't get back to me, no. And it was like the time that I saw him in a lift in Brisbane. And I got in a lift and Liam Gallagher doing a concert that night in Brisbane. It was only me and him in the lift. I looked at him, looked down, I thought, that's Liam Gallagher. So he had the, 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 the hat pulled down. I said, g'day, Liam. And he went... 
Didn't and then, and then look, did not even say a word. But you have seen Rich O for, for an almost identical infraction. Yeah. And you, you apologised to me. I yeah, think I had a few. I think I don't apologise. You, you never apologise. Oh, that's embarrassing. Tagging hey, in Liam. But Curry. it won't be an Uffy Jar without Rich O. And Rich, I think you know exactly what we're about to put up here. Well, I'm not going to apologise for this one either. Feel like I've hit a milestone moment in life today. I've just become. Beca- I, I've just became aware I enjoy gardening. Hashtag milestone. Hashtag old fart. That's so much hashtag official. To me talking that about is shit house. You know, and I'm then sorry. to just confirm <laughs> the, the the nuffy part of it, then Roco gives you a little bit of an ass. <laughs> We've got the, the amalgamation of the two biggest Twitter nuffies together. So- you oh. might get into me for that, Hum, but you see the likes there, 367. I think that got up over 800 likes. Did it really? Yeah. Oh, but you guys can just tweet. You uh, can tweet a full stop. And a lot of people got back to me saying that, you know, gardening really helped them through COVID. So yeah, I understand that. I'm not the no only one. Doesn't, like, it's really peaceful out there in the garden. I get that. But it is. Still the bees. It's, I've got some. To, I've just put some flies. tomato bushes in. I'll, I'll keep you posted on them. It can be quite difficult to grow yeah, tomatoes. Know, Make I sure know. you get netting because yeah, I'm going to get and the netting. worms yeah. and then get into them. Yeah. All right, Richard, what's doing your head in? And it's doing my f***ing head in. I'll tell you what, boys. I'm a little bit nervous about this one because I've got a feeling we've probably got a lot of tradesmen that listen to our podcast. You know, a lot of good tradies out there in Melbourne, and you know they've been pretty busy through COVID. They're, I guess they're one industry. A lot of the trades that have been able You're not to going work. To go tradies, eh? I'm going to have to clip yeah. some. You know, I work at Triple M, and we're all about the trades. I know, well. and I don't like doing this because some of my best mates in the world are yeah. tradies. I've got a couple Dave of mates. Toch. Dave Totch. Dave one of the plumber. great plumbers. Yeah, I've got a couple of mates who are Sparkies. I've got a mate Rod Edwards who's a a chippy, so Ooh. I don't want to alienate um, our listeners. Normally, but when someone says I don't want yeah. to, it, it, that's exactly yeah. what but what I mean to be. What's yeah. doing my head in is why don't tradesmen turn up when they say they're going to turn up, right? And mm. if they don't want to do the job, don't lead you on. Just say no, I can't do it. I'm busy because I've now got a 12 month extravaganza going on trying to get one tradesman to come around to my house it started on the 27th of the 11th 2019 i've got oh my god i've got it like a concrete render under my tv and my daughters have been playing there with their toys and they've chipped off all the render along the edge and it just looks ugly and messy so i just want to get this render fixed up yep. it's a small job not going to cost much so i contacted the lady i bought the house off put me uh, into touch with the renderer. So I'd, I send the photos to him. He got back to me straight away. He got back to me the same day. He said, yeah, mate, easy fix. Call our fee, 150 buck fix. Yep. Um, I said, beauty. I said, let's lock that in. So I said, let me know when. No response by the 2nd of December. So I waited five or six days. I just said, mate, just following up to see when you can come and do that rendering. Nothing. Nothing. Right? He's already told me that he can do it. Mm. He's quoted me the price. Easy job. Quick fix. So I thought I'd wait. I wait till after Christmas. I understood that it was going to be busy Christmas time. So I wait till the 13th of January, 2020. Sent him another text just to follow up. He responded the next day, the 14th of January. I thought, beauty, he's back from holidays. We're on here. I can get this render fixed up. My daughters have chipped a bit more off by now. I said, when can you do it? He said, I'll do it this week. I'll give you a text the night before. I said, good, I'm on holidays. I'm home every day. Beautiful. Nothing that week. Oh, <laughs> so, my God. So I follow him up on the 1st of February. So I waited another two weeks, right? Nothing. So I've forgotten about it now. But then in June, the 1st of June, I thought, no, I want to get this fixed. It's just looking completely ugly now. My daughter's ruining it, right? She's (laughs) chipping a bit off every day. 1st to the 6th, nothing. When can you do it? Nothing, right? 
Nothing. Nothing. Does he know this is the great Matthew Richardson yeah. texting him? Well, I've told him a few times. Right? <laughs> so I've now waited again until November, the 5th of November. I'm getting frustrated now. It's nearly a year, right? Yep. Nearly a year. I've texted him again, still nothing. So I've rung him. I've rung him on the 1st of December of two weeks ago and I've left a message. G'day, mate. Matthew Richardson here. Oh, you've got the voice. <laughs> Kicked 800 goals. The most ever at the MCG. Just checking in on that rendering. You know, it's only been a year now. Can you just tell me if you can do it or not? If you don't want to do it, I'll find someone else, right? That was a voice message on the 1st of December. Still hasn't got back to me. Well, he might be out of business. He's not. I've got his answering machine. So what I'm saying to tradies out there, just just be honest. If you don't want to do the job, just tell us. Yeah, yeah. Nah, fair, enough. fair enough. Fair Doing enough. Doing my head in. What's this bloke's name? I'd... Name and shame him. Name him. Well, he's in my phone as Dan the Render Man. Dan, Dan the, the Render Man. man. I don't well, know if that's I, his business. My first so. question I put to you, and I always like to quiz you after these, yeah. especially after the right lane gate. Yeah. Why haven't you just? There's a lot of renderers out there. Why didn't you just? Because go he else? did the job originally, and I thought he might want to come and fix his work up. Maybe you could go down to Bunnings and get some cement and do it yourself. Oh, that'd turn out well, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> a lifestyle section, which has turned into a very popular section of the podcast. In fact, it's where we put the most of our effort in with no footy. We haven't talked any sport today. No, we haven't. I, I think that's okay. We oh, had a world. It, we had a, a new record of listens last week, and it's when we're talking no footy. Yeah, over there telling us something. I, it's bizarre. It's strange. Um, that is interesting. With no, literally no footy to talk about. We've got yeah. two, of, two, of the, two of the greats. We did talk the draft for a minute. Yeah. Hey, um, but some fallout from your it's doing a head in. I suspect there might be some more after this, this last yeah. one. Was the ice business idea. Now, very quickly, the, the Twitter world turned on you again because you weren't taking into consideration the power, the transport costs, everything like that. And they seem to think that perhaps there was some that so thought people ice saying four dollars fifty. I think right. some were. No. But people saying you're narrow-minded. No, that's, well, that's but I I've made it pretty clear. I was only talking about the cost of the bag and the actual water. I wasn't yeah. talking about electrical. Well, costs you probably do need to feature that. Bring that in. Yeah, okay, so yeah. so the, I worked out that it was less than five cents for the bag and yeah, the water. Did. So you're telling me it costs? Well, no, no, it's a wholesale two dollars twenty-five. So it costs another two dollars twenty in costs. You reckon? Rubbish. No, no I don't chance. think so. Pat, I can't give too much away now because I'm still working on it. But we are going to make, by the end of, by the time this podcast goes back to AFL version, yeah. we are going to make our own Richo's Ice mm. and give it away. That? You can win a bag of Richo's Ice. Richo's bags of ice, eh? <laughs> Richo. Oh, come on, mate. <laughs> Richo the Ice Man. <laughs> um, no, but we did see you sent a photo through so on the back of the podcast. So we're not give them away. We've got to cover costs, don't we? Chilly Billy Richardson. Well, look at this. Three for $9. Where was that? Mate? I saw this the other day getting some wine, um, and that was at some sort of wine shop. So that's wine they're a, bit, shop. they're a bit cheaper than the servo I went to. They were four dollars or three for nine dollars. So perhaps we've already started to. Everything's more expensive over in North. Get the coffee or yeah, but see so that's more like People's it. I reckon opinion of themselves. Three dollars you can maybe three understand. Three yeah. bucks each. I reckon we'll do them for two fifty our bags. Yeah, mm. we will. Hey, um, I touched on we touched on this at, at the top of the golf yesterday. Now. This is a topic that has been very close to my heart for a long time, and I think it's going to be a topic close to the heart of a lot of our listeners. Chafe. It has – chafe has been, has meant that sport players or That's you know, why men, you wear bike shorts. Bigger, That's of, why footballers wear bike shorts. Mm. Haven't been able to ever do endurance. We have – every day I've played cricket for the last – 
20 years. That's what you buy. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I sit there, I go home, I put a fan between my loins and blow a fan trying to dry the whole area out. Now, the reason why is because I have always, ever since I was was this high, believed that Vaseline was the answer to preventing chafe. Bike shorts and Vaseline. Bike shorts is is the Bike shorts work... If you're going, bike shorts work. Bike shorts work for a small amount of time. A game if you're of footy, doing, they work for a game it's of two footy, hours. Yes, but if you're having a, a full day in the field playing cricket right. or you're playing golf, what happens is the bike shorts they produce sweat. Sweat produces, or it's a catalyst for chafe. Yeah. Vaseline, which has always been the product that you say, I'll oh, just put some Vaseline on it, we'll be fine. Yeah. It works for a little bit, but again, Vaseline not is, seventy-two holes though. It's wet, right? And it again, and it rubs in in the tights. My, I've got to give credit to my Dale for this because she was the one that told me. Because last year I did the longest day. I got to, with 20 holes to go, I said I had chafe. I had blood coming down my calves. I had to waddle for five hours because my chafe, the skin went black. It was actually bleeding. Yes. Wow. That's how bad it was. Yesterday I did, didn't wear bike shorts. It was the option for your girlfriend was to find find an alternative for you or leave you because this <laughs> this sort of thing, like having a fan going up near your agates, like that that can't be good for her. So what is this it? is what I did yesterday: no bike shorts, thirty one degrees, forty k's, fourteen kilometer, uh, fourteen hours in the sun. I just wore my normal briefs and talcum powder. How often did you have to top up? I probably topped up every three holes. <laughs> I went, I went through a five hundred gram <laughs> bottle of talcum powder. What but say, what did you say to people? I had no chance. Well, we were in a group. We were all doing it. Did you know them? The yeah, I was playing with with three other mates. But yeah, you just talcum powder on your hands, rub it together, and you got to make sure you get right in the undercarriage. Yeah, you know, they, I think you're right. It's I, like as I said, I, I chafe when I when I take the dog for a yeah. walk. No chafing yesterday, and it's because of talcum Johnson's powder. baby powder. Johnson's baby yeah. powder. In fact, I'm going. They don't know us. In fact, I'm pretty sure given they might be they're a sponsor. product that sells directly to to young children or yeah. mothers, I guess yeah. they probably don't want to sponsor us. But I'm going to give Johnson's and Johnson's talcum powder our tier two sponsorship. Well, oh, going wow. forward. Well, it's worked for a long time with mums and bubs, hasn't it? Yep. So I'm a big fan. If you're out there listening and you're playing cricket this weekend, throw the Vaseline out. Put the talcum powder on. Thank me later. Fair enough. I like it. I like it, hum. Now, you, you know, lads, that I like to occasionally throw up a, an eating establishment to go and visit. Well, I've got a new one yep. for you guys. Always very north goodbye stuff. Yeah, well, that's where I live, hum. So t- you tend to go out where you live, don't you? So we've done the, you know, the Croxton Roosters for a nice yep. chicken schnitzel oh. burger takeaway. Beautiful. I'm going to get Kenny's lunch today. Oh, yeah. Kenny's but if you want to go a bit more upmarket, take the dull out. You should do yep. that after the talcum powder uh, <laughs> advice. Head over north side, hum to High Street. And uh, go to Zars Bistro up in High Street near the town hall. Sort of a French sort of style bistro. Yep. Just absolutely magnificent. Had the best oysters I've had in a long time there the other night. Oh. Followed up by, I guess you would say, they're, they're like fried balls, but they were carbonara pasta balls. I've never had anything like them. Absolutely sensational. And then the steak fritz there. A bit of bacon balls. Yeah, no, well, it's like, like a carbonara pasta, but like it was a ball. Hey? Like Cheetos. No, nothing like, like Cheetos. Cheetos. What are you talking <laughs> about? And then the steak fritz there. What's I mean, the, What's steak fritz? Every, every good French bistro does steak fritz. It's just steak and chips, mate. But this was... Oh, uh, that's my hidden gem. Yeah, he does. He does these restaurant reviews because he wants to go in there and, they, and then he wants people to go, oh, I heard your review, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll give you and a free, free meal. Fit. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, don't worry about that. Hey, when I had Nah, good, Sars, get up there. He's flying. 
Your mate? What is? 1-800-LASAGNA. Oh, no. How good he is it? He's flying on the back of the well support. Yeah, right, yeah. I think so. Have I mean, I'm sure yet? other things. Have you been to the actual restaurant yet? No, one eight hundred. It looks nice. Mate, nice it's awesome. Bar, but it's, it looks very difficult it, to get in. It's very Mediterranean in there. It's awesome. Get in there. Hey, um, Brownie, you have got to be taking the piss. You know, let's, let's not take the piss here. I, I certainly was. Well, I think you are. Certainly do, hun. I've got a couple today, and it's Christmas, and I've never understood this, even as a youngster when my mum... Well, you don't understand Christmas. I understand Christmas. I love Christmas. Had the Christmas carols on, got the Christmas tree. I've got a new Christmas tree. What's your favourite Christmas song at the moment? Uh, Let It Snow. Let It Snow? Yeah. Let It Snow. The Michael Bublé album's pretty good. What about your Liam Gallagher's song that you've played? (laughs) It'll be on. That's a Christmas song. It'll be on a Christmas tree. Are you a Christmas tree? Fake Christmas tree. Uh, It is a fake Christmas tree, but I got it it from Canada, so I got it sent out from Canada. You need the real one with the smell of the pine needles. It's beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, what do you want? So everyone, you're young, mum and go, do you want some Christmas cake, darling? I'm just like... No, I don't want Christmas cake. It's just fruit. It is a shit cake. Who wants a cake, right, with raisins, sultanas, dates, (laughs) little red things you don't even know what they are. It is a stodgy mess of brown shit. It is the worst cake in history, and I don't believe it belongs at Christmas. So at our house in uh, Devonport in Tassie, my dad was in the Lions Club. Remember what the Lions Club did? They they, they sold the Lions Club Christmas uh, (laughs) Christmas cakes. Mate, we had them all year round. We had hundreds of them. I I, I don't agree with you often, Brownie, but that is – they are putrid. But some people – Absolutely love my old man. It's loves them. He's got a, one of my mum's mates makes him one every year, and he loves them. What about Christmas pudding then? What's that? Is the that boiled Christmas, Christmas pudding? What's a boiled? Did you ever have the boiled Christmas? What is it? Puddings? Is it like sticky? Oh, my nan, mate. It's is like it a, out of a box. No, it's like a, a fruit cake that you my nan well, made. What's the same? Fruit you cake. You tie them up in Christmas like cake. a you tie them up in like a canvas cloth and then boil them. The boiled Christmas puddings. Never no, had them. No, I don't think anyone's had them since the, the first war. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you okay. what else is overrated. Yeah. Fruit mince pies. That yeah, gross. Yeah. They're putrid. Nah, they're no good. Two other things that have been taking the piss recently, and, and these, these go hand in hand, out, out running, right? Oh. People, and I reckon you'd do this, when, you, when you're running along and obviously sometimes you have to stop at the traffic lights, oh, yeah. okay? Yeah. And people who jog up and down on the oh, spot at the traffic lights, you just stop. Okay. Oh, it does do that. Oh, I don't um, do that. You do do that. Yeah. And the other thing I've noticed, I went for a run the other day, and it was a 21-degree day. So it is 6 in the morning I've gone for a run. Yeah. There was a bloke out there. It would have been no hotter than 14 degrees no. running topless. No, oh, come yeah, on. That is a disgrace. I saw Callan Ward in Williamstown the other day running topless, but it was a warm day. So yeah. massive unit, Callan Ward. I think it has to be at least 30 degrees yep. if you are going to go tops off. Oh, then it's okay. I wouldn't do it. Did you even, when you played footy, did you do it? Yeah. You did, did you? If you uh, got, I mean, look, it's understandable. You leave a singlet on, at least. I'd be arrested if I did it. No, you shouldn't <laughs> do it. I just reckon it's a bit of me, me, me sort of stuff. Yeah. All right, uh, Hummer's Summer, Summer Loving Award. Uh, we'll have a look at the best uh, as they come up on screen. Steve Smith on six, Dustin Martin on four, Sam Power on three. He could get some more votes yeah. here. Cam Smith, two, Glenn Maxwell, two, Cryptocurrency on one. And for the worst, Jeff Essendon Walsh. Football Club on five, Collingwood yeah. Footy Club on three, the Adelaide Pizza Shop at the uh, centre of their COVID scare at three, India's Fielding at three. <laughs> Broncos. Spark, they gone. You know what? I reckon you'd be a bit flat if you were behind Trump at the moment. 
Okay, I'm going to start off with the the best on. So I gave one vote to young a young draftee. Let's talk some footy for a minute. Ooh. Archie Perkins, who's gone to the Bombers. It takes some sort of courage to get up into the media so and sit the best, there is it? and say this is the best right. and say I don't want to go in a state. I don't want an interstate club. It uh, is. It's not draft hampering. Did anybody draft him from interstate? No. You've got to have the courage of your own convictions. I like the way he rolled. He looks like a good-looking young man. He wants to stay in Victoria. I would have drafted him out of spite. Like, you can't be doing that. What a, well, like, what a, if no, you ran a football soup. club, it would fold. You know the first person. But it probably, oh, I agree. You know the what first person that ever did that? Shannon Grant? No, the captain, James Cook. He wrote Jim letters. Cookie. Yeah, Jim Cook from Tassie did that. He was the first. Well, did one. you ever? Would you have ever done that? No, nah, I would have gone no, anywhere. No, I would have gone anywhere. But it takes a fair bit of uh, gumption no, to do that. Right. Two votes, and uh, the big bash has been pretty ordinary so far. But Daniel Sams last night. Oh, did you see that batting performance? He's sixty-five off twenty-five balls, Matt. He needed. What did he need? He needed 24th last two overs. He hit four sixes in a row off five balls. Not only that, he took two for 32, Matt. Who was bowling that over? Don't know. Don't Wait, know. did they win? They won. They won last night. I was listening to it on the, on the drive back because to the beach, him, and I turned of off. No, oh. that, because of Sam. I might have to watch the... the and three votes. Um, as you know, we do this job in football, but Ricky Ponting's analysis in the Big Bash oh. is unbelievable. He's good, isn't he? Every time he says something, you listen. Last night, watching the cricket, he was talking about um, the English import who wasn't backing up far enough. And he said, uh, I've been watching him for a couple of overs now. He's just not backing up. Fast enough. He goes, there's singles that he's missing. Yeah. And he's going to get run out if, you know, they go for a single. All of a sudden, he, did he didn't get run out, but he should have. He was like at least yeah. two metres out because he wasn't backing up. The fieldsman missed it, but it was extraordinary yeah. commentary from punter. Yeah, he's really good punter. And you can see why he was Australian captain for mm. so long, can't you? I gave one um, to a mate of ours, uh, Campbell oh. Brown. I love people really? that, you know, do something. Scott's you did it yesterday, hum. Well done. 72 holes yep. for charity. Well, Campbell Brown hasn't ridden a bike for 10 years because when you play footy and you're in rehab, you often have to ride the bike a lot, so you get sick of it in retirement. But he's just ridden 1,000 kilometres uh, in the month for ovarian cancer and raised a heap of dough, and it's uh, it's close to a lot of people's hearts, but a good mate of mine, Kate Bentley, uh, died a long time ago now through ovarian cancer, and I just thought of her. So well done, Brownie. Well, Brownie. Sensational. Uh, I've given two to Sam Power. Um, yes. Oh, he, he's on the leaderboard yeah. for his efforts be, uh, through trade period. Mm. He's nailed the draft now, getting uh, the number one pick, um, Jamara Eugle Hagen. He did a really good job there, Sam Power. He's a smart operator, yeah, isn't yep. he? And I've got a cricket uh, theme for number three. I love seeing new players come through and just burst onto the scene, and I hope he makes his debut in Adelaide in the first test. Cameron Green. I love all-rounders. Oh. Mm. Scored 100 in the PM's 11, and cheesy can bowl as well, so... I gave him a three, Nate. Nice. Worst? Worst on. I gave one vote to uh, the jockey Glenn Boss. Oh. You might know Glenn Boss. Yep. He, Maccabi Diva, won the Melbourne Cup in 03, 04, 05. Uh, he said, this is just my opinion, but I don't think it's that they, the public, don't, this is talking about the Melbourne Cup, they don't love the race anymore. It's just that they don't know it. They don't know the participants. They don't know the horses. It's become such an international event that Australians simply don't win it anymore. Or, Glenn, you don't win it anymore because you haven't won it since 2005. The Melbourne Cup is still an amazing event, and I don't think we're all about taking things down, changing things. The Melbourne Cup is an institution. Jonathan Brown, 01, 02, 03, won premierships. He didn't win one again. He's not sitting there saying the AFL Grand Final's not good anymore, is he? Sour grapes? No, a little bit. I don't know. You're missing Glenn's point there a little bit. No, I'm not. 
I, don't, I never miss a point ever. Right. Two, uh, do you know a bloke, a Ukrainian fellow called Yuri Tolochki? I, I Tolochko. saw this. this. This is extraordinary. Yuri, uh, he married a blow-up oh, doll. Oh, this, this guy. He, he married a blow-up doll. <laughs> but he, it's serious. Like, how how does this serious. happen? It's serious. He's been taking it everywhere. I've had a look at Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's been taking it to the pool. He's been putting sun cream on it. Now, <laughs> come on, Yuri. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't understand what's going on here. You've got to check out his Instagram, right, Yuri? <laughs> I had to have a look. After I read that story that you've read, I had a look at his Instagram and there's one uh, Instagram post there where he's sitting in the bath with his wife, <laughs> blow up doll, <laughs> and she's got the bits of cucumber on her eyes. <laughs> he's putting the cucumber he's on serious. her eyes. He and he's a bodybuilder. He's and not gave, serious. Though. And I gave three votes. Now, if he's not serious, he's actually, he's actually had a wedding. Yeah, and people got wedding. invited. Yeah. Now, I've given three votes to the wedding party. Now, you got mates for a reason. Someone's got to take Yuri Tolochko aside and say, mate, you cannot be marrying a blow-up doll. But they've turned up. They've got dressed up. They've put the tucks on and they've gone, good on you, mate. She's a good one. Where'd you meet her? Oh, I got her off Amazon, but, you know. Have a, look, have a look at his page. There's another one. He's taken her to Thailand on a holiday. <laughs> And they're sitting by the pool in Thailand. Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh. It's a joke, Nathan. Oh, I it's don't a think joke. I think Yuri's serious. All right. That's pretty funny, Yuri. Uh, I've given one vote uh, to a nursing home in Belgium. Yep. Now, they're trying to do the right thing for, um, for the people that live there and try and bring a bit of Christmas cheer in. So they've invited Santa in to the nursing home to just make everyone feel a little bit better. But in this uh, time of COVID-19, which yeah, is running rampant Europe. through Europe, mm. you just need to make sure everyone's uh, had a test before you let them in. Unfortunately, Santa oh, no. had COVID. Santa and, had COVID. And 75 of the residents. <laughs> so we, we hope that they're all right because, come on. Come on, Santa. But surely, surely you test Santa you before so. he comes in. So that, the nursing home in Belgium gets one vote. That's not good. Two to Tyson Stengel from the Adelaide Crows. He uh, was let go by the Crows yesterday. He's had four incidents this year and finally the Crows have had enough. You know, come on. You, yeah. you just got to know, don't you? You just got to pull your head in and knuckle down. Unfortunately for Tyson, maybe he's lost his opportunity. Oh, what and, happened yesterday? And I don't know. I just said that another they're investigating another incident. Jeez. And three to Joe Burns, who unfortunately oh. had that. The test opener spot there for the taking and has scored four zero zero and one. It's laughable. So yep, I agree with that and Joe. Yeah, good one, Matt. All right, before we wrap up our favourite time, homotheticals. Now the first two are sort of quite similar themed here. If you could get given free petrol for the rest of your life, you never have to pay a cent for petrol, but you have to drive a 1996 Mitsubishi Magna for the rest of your life. So it's a, you know, a really beat up rest of your life. rest of your life, you've got to drive this 96 Mitsubishi Magna around, but you don't ever have to pay for petrol. Jeez. That's another 30 years of driving that Magna. Well, and okay, and it can get like it's not going to explode, like it will always be in working order, but you know, it might be prone to overheating. I don't, I've never been a car man, I couldn't care less what I drive. I'll take the Magna. To it. 
Free juice. That's a hundred bucks a week for a long time. How are you driving for a hundred bucks a week? Yeah, it's about sixty bucks a week. <laughs> what well, depends how much driving. Well, I've just done the sums on sixty, bucks, 60 bucks a week. So how much does that years, save you? Ninety grand. Which, at the end of the day, Brownie, you're not going to be seen in a '96 Mitsubishi Magna. Um, no, I can't. You're going to take. You can't. I'm taking ninety it, grand. It's more than that. Over the, uh, thirty years, sixty bucks a week. Yeah. Is 90 grand. Yeah, it is too. Yeah. So it's that three grand a year. Mm. So are you doing it? Are you taking the Magna? No. No. Yeah. Are you? Well, well I drive a piece of shit now anyway, and I've got to pay for petrol. I don't, so it doesn't yeah, really I've change. I've got a training here today. It doesn't I'll leave change. I'm home anyway. So. All right. How's it? Brandy brought up this one. How do you reckon Jen would go in the Magna? Yeah. Uh, it would fit in at Northcote. Nah, she wouldn't be that nah. happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you happily place? pay an extra 20% on your petrol? When you go and fill up, if you don't have to get out of the car. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yes. Did you grow up in Bendigo with yes. that? Yeah. Bloke would come over, put yeah. the petrol in for you, give him the cash. You, you know what? Getting this... out of the car. That's why I run my um, petrol right down at pretty yeah. much zero every time because I don't want to have to get out. D- does anyone still do that? I think they still do it there was, in Tassie there was in a some places. Campbell was doing it for a long time. It stopped maybe 10 why years Why don't ago. they do it now? Well, because they want people going to the store and buying gum and Mars bars. You know, you're quite servicing in country towns still do it. Do they? Think. Yeah. What's well, so the someone will come out and fill yeah. the car for you? It's so good. I'd pay the extra 20%. Would you? Yeah. I like going and get – I, I get a Kit Kat chunky every time I fill you know up my car. So I to... <laughs> see you get a Kit Kat chunky every time. That's why you get chafed. They, that, that's why they place them in front there. Oh, it's like very you, hard huh? to say no to. <clears throat> They're normally right. just for kids. <laughs> that, 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 no. that display. The Kit Kat chunky is the best chocolate bar. In production. Uh, okay. Hard to go past the Mars bar. Well, I had a peppermint crisp the other day. I hadn't oh, had one yeah. of them oh, for old years. School. Oh, old school. was that good? You've got to have them in the fridge. Yeah, you have them in the fridge. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a chance. Say your cryptocurrency investment, whatever it is. Yep. Okay. I'm going to give you a chance to have a – I'll give you a footy directly in front, 30 metres out. If you kick it, I'll add 50% of your cryptocurrency investment. Yep. If you miss it, you lose – Fifty percent. Would you take the shot? And same with you, but different crypto. Say one of your houses. What foot do you want me to keep? You mean one oh, of my houses? What? Did you hear what he just said? What did you say? What, what foot do you want me to kick it with? Well, yeah, yeah, go on. But uh, you've got to kick it on your you right, right, thirty right, meters in front. I'll take it. Yep. You'd do it. No, you wouldn't. No, you yes, would. You'd risk. You'd risk half your crypto. Yes. The thing that the, the it's flying up the charts. Trust it's me. Turn you a millionaire. It's not going to matter if he misses it because the crypto is going to do the job on itself. <laughs> uh, Would you no, do it? no so chance. I'll take up one of your houses. No, and you lose half what do you this mean house. One of my that's. Well, you've got houses silly. everywhere. No, I haven't. Uh, no, I wouldn't do it, mate. My that goal kicking man on your shoulder would be he screaming. He would be screaming. At you. At you. I, I wouldn't advise you do it. No. You were pretty good, but actually, I'd probably do it from thirty, but I wouldn't do it from ten. <laughs> All right, that will do us this week. Next week, next week, we're back next week for the very last one and then we're having a break-up lunch, which I've been trying for three years to get you guys to come to. Finally. Where are we going? We're going to uh, Lados. Beautiful. So I've had to roll out the big guns to get you. So it's our last show next week. Have you made a booking yet? No, I'm about to do that now. Is it difficult to get in? It is in? Christmas. Well, it is Christmas, huh? Post-COVID, everyone wants to be out. Well, okay, we'll be going to Lados. We'll go to Zars if we don't get in there. We'll All right, thank you. Like, comment, subscribe. I'm sending out merch to anyone that gives us a nice review. We had a few more this week. Good luck on the punt this week and gamble responsibly.